Hi, I'm Ray Keating, and this is Free Enterprise in Three Minutes. In this 101st episode, we're going to start talking about the economics, as opposed to the politics, of school choice, and how Nobel Prize-winning economist, the late Milton Friedman, got the discussion rolling more than 65 years ago. In part one, we'll deal with some foundational matters. So, in a 1955 essay titled The Role of Government in Education, Friedman offered rather straightforward economic reasoning regarding freedom, consumer sovereignty, and competition when it comes to meeting the educational needs of students. Now, before we get into some Friedman specifics, keep in mind that school choice has been controversial largely due to special interests, such as public school teachers' unions who have incentives to protect their positions, pay, and benefits. So let's highlight three underlying fundamentals offered by Milton Friedman. First, in making his case, Friedman noted that he was assuming, quote, a society that takes freedom of the individual, or more realistically, the family, as its ultimate objective and seeks to further this objective by relying primarily on voluntary exchange among individuals for the organization of economic activity. In such a free private enterprise exchange economy, government's primary role is to preserve the rules of the game by enforcing contracts, preventing coercion, and keeping markets free. Close quote. Second, Friedman also explained, and again I'll quote here, a stable and democratic society is impossible without widespread acceptance of some common set of values and without a minimum degree of literacy and knowledge on the part of most citizens. Education contributes to both. In consequence, the gain from the education of a child accrues not only to the child or to his parents, but to other members of the society. The education of my child contributes to other people's welfare by promoting a stable and democratic society. Yet it is not feasible to identify the particular individuals or families benefited or the money value of the benefit and so to charge for the services rendered. There is therefore a significant neighborhood effect, close quote. And finally, third, Friedman acknowledged, quote, what kind of governmental action is justified by this particular neighborhood effect? The most obvious is to require that each child receive a minimum amount of education of a specified kind, close quote. But what do these points exactly mean in terms of government involvement or action in education? We'll address Friedman's answer in the next episode. Hey, thanks for listening. Like and follow us on Facebook at Free Enterprise Economics and on Twitter at Free Enterprise 7. And please subscribe to the Free Enterprise in Three Minutes podcast. Take care and hey, think more like an economist.